Meow and hello, my neuromarvelous listeners. All one of you? No. Hopefully by now there there are at least several listeners. Uh, What I wanted to address today is something that is on the minds of a lot of people, especially adults, well, probably people in general, undergoing evaluations for autism and related conditions, such as ADHD, OCD, um, probably more, actually, anorexia, There are a lot of conditions that point to autism, even if they don't necessarily indicate autism. But it's it's hard when you've gone through all of your testing, you've answered any remaining questions your assessor may have, which is my case today. I went through the ADOS and all that. Then they closed the clinic due to the virus. And today she threw a few more questions at me, which I answered. And so now it's a question of waiting. And I don't think I'm going to be waiting that much longer because we already had tacked a couple of weeks onto the um, usual waiting period due to them having to figure out how to go from having an in-office approach to testing to all of a sudden having to convert everything into tele or virtual testing Uh, This virus is a learning curve for most people, I think. So I believe she has written up a large portion of the report and just kind of needed a few more details. Regardless of that, I've been waiting about a month, I would say. Um, Maybe longer, maybe six weeks. It's... It's hard to say at this point because one day really does seem to run into the next, but it feels like it's been a while. And whether you're waiting two weeks or three months, I think that feeling is there that you're just going to have to bite the proverbial bullet and wait for an answer. And in the meantime, wonder what that verdict is going to be. Are you autistic or are you not? Do you have another diagnosis? Do you have several diagnoses? Do you have no diagnosis at all? And I know a lot of us go into this wanting a diagnosis of autism wanting to be on the spectrum because we have found a home and a community, uh, usually online amongst others who have either self-diagnosed or received their diagnoses. And it's the first time that we have felt that we fit in to any community, perhaps in our whole lives. And then there are those who don't want the diagnosis because of the stigma that it has entailed for a very long time. And maybe they've been pushed to go through the diagnostic process by a partner or a family member. And 
there are those who are sort of in the middle and wanting to know what's wrong with them or what's up with them and also wanting to know why if they are autistic they were not able to find out as a child when you would expect most people to find out that they're autistic and as such they have in their minds sort of wasted their whole lives floundering and wondering why they're not achieving what their peers are achieving and uh, wondering why their relationships fall apart, maybe why they are not holding the jobs that they wanted, have always wanted to have. So any of these reactions, whether it's sadness, anger, relief, joy, tears of bliss, tears of despair, maybe all of those, maybe none of those, maybe some of those, all of that is normal and sort of reminiscent of the five stages of grief and how maybe some people don't um, go through all five stages. Maybe they go through the five stages, but not in the order that Elaine Kubler-Ross had laid them out in her book. Um, but it's not just about that. It's not just about wondering, am I autistic or not? It's the actual waiting and what you do while that is taking place. So a lot of us, and this is from what I've gathered on online communities for autistic folks like wrongplanet.net uh, or just people's YouTube channels or whatever, they uh, seem to get by in different ways. So some people will continue on researching the hell out of ASD and autism. Some people will want to take their minds off of the subject completely so they don't plague themselves with it every waking moment and in some cases every dreaming moment because it seems to creep into our dreams and nightmares as well. Uh, some people describe it as a torturous process to have to wait, and um, certainly it is a process fraught with everything from annoyance all the way to trauma in some cases. Uh, in my case, I think it's a little bit of everything. I know that I have caught myself going back into the heavy researching, the articles on PubMed and different places and, and uh, different social media and even Tumblr. Well, I, I ventured onto Tumblr. It, some of it makes me mad because some of the self-diagnosing that goes on there is pretty silly seeming. And then some of the flame wars between those who self-diagnose and those who are professionally diagnosed who don't accept the validity of self-diagnosis, that's pretty stressful. Um, so you have that, and then we have this new condition of waiting for a diagnosis while the world is going through lockdown, shutdown, and quarantine. And if you have anything close to a neurodivergent diagnosis, whether it's autism, OCD, ADHD or whatever else is considered neurodivergent, lockdown and shutdown are kind of part of our psyches. 
And a lot of people with autism are just so receptive to whatever is going on around them. We might not be intuitive as far as guessing people's reactions and social situations, but we can be extremely receptive and intuitive when it comes to just picking up whatever subtle energies, if you want to call them that, are in the air. And I am finding myself there, and a lot of people have been describing this time in world history as a period of grief, and they're not really able to figure out what the what the, what it is that they're feeling. And some people have gone on social media and said, hey, if you don't know what these feelings are that you're going through, what you're feeling is grief. And so you take that and you compound it with the diagnostic process. And in my case, I lost another one of my cats recently. She was elderly and her lymphoma came back and she passed away on February 20th. So I'm going through a classic type of grief um, with everything that goes along with that, including the suicidal plans, the ideation, the saying, okay, well, I'm going to hold off on acting on this plan until such and such a date. And so getting my results and getting my report right now, the date that that happens is the date that I'm going to have to hold off until. And I ended up almost doing it the other night because the pain was too much. Um, too much to counterbalance with that curiosity of knowing whether I'm autistic or not. And I just figured, well, if I'm dead, if, if it's an unconscious type of death, then I'm not going to care anyway, because I won't be there in consciousness. And if it's a conscious type of death, and in the kind of metaphysical sense of things, I'm probably going to regret not having held off. But uh, when the emotions have pretty much strangled you and you feel like it's merciless of you to keep yourself alive, feeling the way you feel, you know, it's no wonder that you don't want to stick to your original decision to hold off. But my body reacted in such an adverse way that I knew my body was trying to tell my mind that it wasn't time. So I took some meds and I went to sleep and I was able to get past that moment. Um, and that's where I'm at. So I am more than willing and um, happily willing to hear what you all have to say about it, how you were able to pass the time and make things comfortable enough while you were waiting for your final diagnosis or diagnoses and uh, whether you thought you were going to get the diagnosis of ASD or not, whether you wanted that as a diagnosis or something else, whether you didn't care as long as it was something that was going to help you in the long run, I'm interested in anything that anyone has to say because being an adult with autism or with suspected autism is a difficult enough thing. Um, but you know, they're right. Most likely they're writing a very full report. 
Some people are getting 25-page reports, and that takes a long time to write. And they have to be very careful in their consideration of their assessment and their recommendations to you that are born out of that assessment. So there is a very good reason to wait and to be willing to wait. So it's coming up on 12 minutes, and I would just like to say stay neuromarvelous, and I hope to build a community here. All right. Meow.